Exclamation point on that. Welcome to episode 115, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Dad. I'm your host, Sean. Put a little exclamation point on that. Boink. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome back. If uh, you've been with us so far, you know this is part three. If you're just starting off, hey, guess what? This is part three. <laughs> you know? Just let you know. Just let you know. There's two more parts ahead of this one. Um, so, but in part three, whether it's your first time listening to it, this show, this episode, or the fifteenth hundredth time you're listening to this episode, could be their favorite episode of all time, man. That's true. It could be the episode they they shell out to all their friends, going, "Dude, man, episode three of the one fifteen was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was autastic. <laughs> not to be not to be confused with autistic." <laughs> It was my it's awesome and fantastic word combined. Hey, <laughs> autistic. <laughs> I know, <laughs> which coincides with the whole Fantastic Four yeah. movie stuff. You'll find that out. You'll find out what we're talking about a little later on. But remember the word autistic. <laughs> That's right. These people in the know are going to go. You're going to be emails piling up, which is one word. Autastic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so we talk news while we talk. We, first, we start off with everybody. the biggest news of the week was the release of the Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens 88 <laughs> seconds trailer. 88 miles! 88 <laughs> seconds! Marty! It's 88 seconds of Star Wars! <laughs> you gotta go back to the future and see those 88 seconds again <laughs> and talk about it. And then pick up the Genesis device. And then I'll take my taxi. And go back in time. Marty, to, Marty. Marty. What does the yellow light mean? It means slow down, Doc Brown. What <laughs> does a yellow light mean? Uh, golly, Doc, golly, Doc, you need to slow down. What Never <laughs> Never was staying when we're like... Fix the mic. It's going. Hey, I just shook the mic out of this whole stand. <laughs> My little Michael J. Fox joke. <laughs> no. You just got it. The whole shaking thing. Yeah. See, uh, there, folks. You understand? Just you, you. You actually heard the light bulb go on. You're welcome for that. <laughs> See, some people got it right away. Some people didn't get it. And some people took him a couple minutes. Ed was that third person. That third type of person. Some of you were probably that third person going, oh, yeah, it was horrible. Yes, I know. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, we talk Star Wars. We talk Last Starfighter. Oh, yeah. We talk Blade Runner. And we talk Fantastic Four. And that was pretty much it, wasn't it? Yeah, a few more articles. Yeah, yeah. You'll find out when you're really Yes. And then uh, just let us know via Facebook whether you agree with my whole theory on how we can go see Fantastic Four for free. 
<laughs> yeah, please let us know. <laughs> I am curious. I, you know what? I will buy the one ticket and I'll smuggle everybody in. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, honey, we're flying to America, going to Pennsylvania, then going to Philadelphia to find a guy we really don't know who's going to hand us a ticket stub to let us walk in. Oh, it's going to be awesome. This movie cost us ten grand. Yeah, but we saw it for free. <laughs> yes, that is our listener. <laughs> Have him on air. This was the idiot that paid ten grand to go see Fantastic Four for nothing. <laughs> Say hi, idiot. <laughs> Boy, hello. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. You're on the show. Congratulations. Look it out. <laughs> the sneaking is... <laughs> but slam. <laughs> Try to do a show. Keep it down. <coughs> Sorry, folks. So, yeah. So, enjoy part three. And we'll be back at the end to wrap it all up in a nice, neat little turkified boat. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, tune in and iHeartRadio. This is Aquanet Radio on those apps. So we are back, everybody. Yay! Waka waka. All right, let's get right into nerd news. Well, the first story, of course, we have to talk about is the trailer was released on Black Friday for Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. We Yoda, me awake. <laughs> I am the force. Awake I am. Say creepy rapey. Creepy rapey. <laughs> I'm going to I get him to do that. Wouldn't it be rapey creepy? Yeah, just that say rapey you... creepy. <laughs> well, I think because it's only two words, it's not in a center sentence structure. Oh like, yeah. Use the force, you will. Hmm? <laughs> creepy rapey, is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, 88 seconds. That's all it was. 88 seconds. Of pure awesomeness. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Really? Yeah. Why are you still on the show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the biggest thing like oh, ever. I know, but I just... It's even I bigger than creepy rapey. Bring myself to give a shit about <clears throat> Star Wars. I just can't. I'm sorry. I know. Take my geek card. Joe is probably blowing a fucking gasket at this point. I don't get it. Uh, I just I don't get it. I know. Well, your job right now, while Ed and I talk about how awesome it is, go watch to go it. look at it. The show's dead to me now. <laughs> <laughs> the show's dead to me. It's stuff. This is the stuff we live for as geeks. So yes, Ed, uh, let's let's discuss what we've seen in the oh, trailers. This is. We saw a stormtrooper. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say I don't think he's a stormtrooper. I forget his name already. Um, but he pops up in a Stormtrooper outfit. I think, and it looks like sheer panic on his face. Right. So I'm saying he's doing the homage to the Han and Luke dressed as Stormtroopers getting away from something. Exactly. But if not, and he is a Stormtrooper, eh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe what happened to the clones? We don't know. No, we'll find out. We'll find out. In one year. year. In one year. <laughs> oh, creepy. Oh, rapey. <laughs> <clears throat> but we saw some stormtroopers yes with the new the new mask the new helmet mm-hmm. looks very stylish very uh very 
clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they've worked on their aim since you know, the last movie. <laughs> since Return of the Jedi. Maybe they have. Um, we saw X-Wings flying over water. Yes. Which was kind of neat. Like the, you know, um, my favorite is the Millennium Falcon. Holy crap. When I saw that part and it hit right as the... I was just like, I rolled a little tear. Like my heart grew three sizes that day. (laughs) It was like, oh, and people are going like you said outside and break. It looks weird. Yeah. And I'm like, the reason is, is when you look at it, it doesn't have the round dish on it anymore. Right. It's got a square dish. It sits a little lower to the top. Why you may ask? Yes. Because Lando Calrissian Ripped the fucker off when he was escaping the, uh, the, the we call it Death Star in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So maybe they, because the ship is pieced mailed together out of other stuff, right. maybe they couldn't find the exact same dish. They had to update it or at least find another punk of metal that they could slap on there. So, and bringing it lower down, lower onto the roof mm-hmm. makes it um, less plausible for them to. You know, it's played it right now, and I'm like talking real slow because I just got. <laughs> and here comes our, here comes a Sith. We, oh, look here! I gotta admit, the lightsaber looks pretty fucking badass. And like, a lot of people looks... are bitching on that's fucking no way, that's stupid. But it doesn't exist in real life. Like, well, yeah. Oh, there's, uh... there's the Millennium Falcon. See the little square yeah. dish. I'm like, well, that's, I, that's I, thought why... the, I thought the the engine was different because it wasn't as like that powerful light that they showed. In the Look, original... Remember, it's also in the atmosphere. Yes, we've never seen the Millennium Falcon fly on le- over land except every. It's always been taking off. Yeah, because the only time we actually saw it like go from Tatooine was when it was escaping from the Death Star. Other than that, it's been out in space or in best the cloud of Bespin. Yeah, Bespin cloud. So there's never been really any kind of like you don't know how it's going to. What it's gonna look like when it's flying through like a regular atmosphere. Yeah. So Yeah. And just for the people who are bitching about that lightsaber, apparently the new saber is as canon as it gets, so better get start embracing it. Here's the um So I guess, suck it. I don't know if people have actually eh, yeah, yeah. Uh I thought there would be like a a little article. But apparently the bl- lightsaber is actually part of the Star Wars, Star Wars universe. universe. Yeah. Um Again, first, when they talked about lightsabers, it's every lightsaber is supposed to be different, even though you use the same crystals, because part of your final training is to create your own lightsaber. lightsaber. So maybe from where he lived or wherever this character's from, maybe that's kind of how the style of swords or a certain style maybe supposed to be reminiscent of a lore that he knew as a kid. Like, you don't know. I'm sure, not that they actually need a reason. It looks badass. It looks good. Um, I'm going to say it's actually, I think, kind of functional because mm. you have those little things on the sides. There's someone sliding their lightsaber down. It'll block from you getting your hand cut off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, maybe Luke went, you know what? I think I'm going to modify this a little bit. <laughs> you know? Make it look- I don't want to lose another hand. My favorite movie is Highlander, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the Highlander sword. <laughs> Not the Connor McCloud, the, his, his original sword. The... The Claymore. The Claymore. Yeah. You know, could be. Could be. Very much. Could yeah. be. Could be. Ed. Could, could be. be. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. See, like, here's somebody put a, um, the Millennium Falcon as an Xbox 360 mod. So, you can see a little satellite dish being round and wood, 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 wood. <laughs> now, it's flat and square. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
<sighs> so excited to see the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did It did make me... Well, I was excited before. I was very, like, you know, it's it's the next, in, in, you know, next iteration in the story. Um, I'm, I trust J.J. Yeah. You know? I mean, people can say what they want about the Star Trek the movies, but you can't not deny they're cool looking and they're slick. And yeah, I mean, the Star Trek know? ones look beautiful. And I, Okay, I just watched the trailer. It does look really beautiful. Like, yeah. I still don't know that I would go see it. But the trailer looks cool. And wow. now I'm seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, you know, it's okay. It's going to hold it against me forever. Yes. No. No. We'll yes. Just, yes, we we'll, are. We'll forget about it next week. Every time Star Wars comes up, we'll just kind of just, that's when we'll bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's an interesting little fact. More serial killers are born in November than any other month. Ah. I just thought that's unnerving. <laughs> okay, so uh never dating anybody with a November birth date again. Alright, so that was big news this week in geek uh geek culture. Sure, right. What do you have stories that might you know do you have any stories that might overshadow that? Probably not. But let's see All if right. I can see if we can try. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Bless you. Thank you. I sneezed on the truth, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with this one. Here's who will play the title villain in X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. Of course, there is a lot of talk now that Days of Future Past is a pretty much a success. So a lot of people are considering it a success. And uh, they're, you know, of course, um, uh, Brian Singer, you know, and writer uh, Simon... Kingberg have been trying to figure out who they're going to get for the cast. Most of the cast is coming back. Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, yeah, yeah, and of so course, on. They, mm-hmm. they signed a big picture deal. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, there's probably some people they are going to have to, like, some were probably more cameos. It's like, hey, yeah. I was on set that day. Let me dress up as Cyclops and walk on and go, hey, what's up? You know? <laughs> and then walk right off. Yeah. And everybody in the theater is going, the fuck? Yeah. Hey, it's me, Cyclops. And then walks off. <laughs> I'm here with Gene Green. <laughs> so what's with the finger gun that's his thing now I, I don't know what it is. I don't get it <laughs> you do the click click am I missing something yeah is that part of canon <laughs> <laughs> no so the, so the guy who's going to play Apocalypse is Oscar Isaac okay you know he was uh, he was the guy in Sucker Punch the uh, Ted Orderly Oh, in that movie, him. He's, he's going to be in the next Star Wars movie. He is a creepy mofo. Is he creepy, Raby? <laughs> could go either way. And he was in the new Robin Hood flick that came out like this past year or so. Uh, is he a Robin Hood flick? Yeah. There hasn't been a Robin Hood flick yet. It was like uh, with... Um... Oh, with... What do you call it? Um, Master in Chief, Master yeah. Commander, um, Gladiator? Yeah. Dude, that movie's like five years old already. It is? Yeah. It gets old. Dude. All right, hold on. I gotta. I remember that came out last week. No. <laughs> no. I'm, like, I'm like, there's... I remember it. There's it no new... Yesterday. Uh, All right. Like, uh, well, of course not. You well, know? you can't go by me. I mean, <laughs> I live under, under a rock. Um, dude, it is 2010. Is All right, four years old. <laughs> All right. All right. I was right. close. Directed by, fucking... directed by Ridley Scott. It's only two months away from being five years. Yes. <laughs> but still, all right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So he's going to be the next 
uh, he's going to be the apocalypse. In that so look forward to that, kids. Yay. Uh, all right. Cool. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Okay. What else? Not right even wrong. Steven Spielberg could get the last Starfighter reboot off the ground. Wow. Um, they've been trying for years to do a reboot, and they've got legendary Steven Spielberg to try and see if he couldn't throw his hat in the ring to get the reboot, but nobody <clears throat> will take the, basically, finance the movie. Did they say, what, like, just because everyone's saying no to financing it? Well, they feel that it wasn't that strong of a movie that it really needs a, a reboot to, you know, bring back that franchise. But see, now, okay, I'm going to say that's probably the reason why it needs a reboot. Because it <clears throat> obviously doesn't have, like, okay, let's, let's, well, I'm going to say this, end of this month, end of December, mm-hmm. we have a movie that's being rebooted and remade. Annie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That looks like crap. Yes. Um, and I think that, you know, what what would be, again, it's it trapped. I think back when it was originally made, the idea of being a video game. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me restrict okay. this because I just was. I, you just, just read the article. Just read the article, yeah. Because I'm not reading these kids. He just pulls like he goes. This looks like a good headline. I'm never going to read it and just bring it up on air. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so that's fine. It, just, it could just be like, a, hey, yeah, well, uh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and just a minute. The only thing is like, I don't do nothing. I go, hey, this is a good headline. I'm just going to copy paste it. <laughs> and then I'm going to read it live on air and be shocked and shocked like the rest of you. <laughs> 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 you are so right. <laughs> so spot on. It's like, oh my god, was he was he standing over me when I was... <laughs> Okay, so what's the article say? I can't read it. Out. She's done. She Good night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the original writer, Jonathan Betterall Bet- is the best I'm gonna say. Retains the rights to all the remakes and sequels of this movie, so he's the one who wrote this movie, and he has no. He's being a dick. Yeah, he's being a dick. Doesn't refuses to sell this to reboot this movie so that mm. other people can have a chance at making. Yeah, it but movie. it's not like he's fucking doing anything with it. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I mean, is he holding out for more money? Like, I, I don't understand because I, I, as as somebody who would create something, you know, it's just like I had my opportunity. It made a movie. It was, you know, mediocre in the theater. It was good for the day. I mean, it was the first... It was the first... It goes down to history as being the first movie to use computer animations. Yes. Well, and that's kind of why I feel Second. like... It, it, Second. It would Tron also... Tron didn't... 82. It was 84. Yeah, but it only didn't... I mean, I think it was the first movie to actually use, like, the computer animated, um, like, for big sequences. Like, all the space. Like, yes. There was no... Yeah, you're right on that Like, one. there yeah. was no human beings like when you saw the space battle it was all computer animated yeah. it wasn't like hey look here i'm a guy Woo! there was no yeah. human it was all done by computers right so yeah i mean uh, yeah. okay so he says because he created it right he designed it yeah and now he's like i'm gonna sit on it until i die right how old is he it does not say Let's hope it's going to be soon. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, would, you, would you like week. to see a reboot of, of I, I would like, I, I could see. That is one of the few, few movies that I can go, you know what? Yeah, it does need a reboot. Because it because the theme of it is a kid who plays video games, mm-hmm. 
and gets whisked off to another world and to, to space. Right. A kid who, who desires more in life than just living in a trailer park becomes a hero by saving the galaxy. Right. Like, who doesn't have that dream? I have the dream just driving here. <laughs> like, when will I get kidnapped? He's 65. 65. Man, we got a couple, you know. You know. <laughs> got a couple decades. Yeah. <sighs> kind of health does he have is he a smoker is he, is he a smoker is he in good health <laughs> they, they, they don't go through all his diagnoses and on his imdb page <laughs> there should be a medical imdb page. Uh, like what's their health like <laughs> yeah i i just don't uh, i think it'll work i mean i think it, especially now because back then there wasn't a lot of when was it 84 84 yes okay mm-hmm. so the consoles weren't really huge back then the way no. they are now. Right. So instead of going to an arcade, you know, or better yet, fucking launch the show, launch the movie. At, like, remember how in Tron they had Flynn's Arcade and how derelict and dusty and beat up it was? Yeah. What if you're a kid that, you know, stumbled across an old arcade and the last Starfighter game is in there and you play, he plays that game. He's got a quarter. He pops it in. And because he's a gamer for so long that... He gets the high score, and it notifies, you know... Star Command. Star Command. But Star Command, it's not really... They're not Star Command anymore. They could be like, we used to have this thing in process, but it's been 30 years. Mm. You know, 30 years since, you know, and we've lost the war. 20 years, but yeah. 20 years. You know, 84, 20... Yeah. No, 30 years. Right. 30 I'm years. Sure, sorry, sorry. Yeah. See, I get the math pretty well in my head. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. 18? Okay. I think, I think it's interesting to note, so I'm looking through his IMDb page. The last time he has anything credited to him is 1995. Which was? 20 years ago. No, no, I mean... What, what? <laughs> <laughs> All of a Jesus. Theodore. Everybody's comedian, apparently. What was the last project he was working on? Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex? I've actually heard of that. In an alternate futuristic society, a tough female police detective is paired with a talking dinosaur to find the killer of dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals, leading them to a mad scientist bent on creating a new Armageddon. It starred Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Oh! Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, because he's drinking the Theodore Rex cash. That's why he's sitting on the... uh... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They re, re, they re-released the Blu-ray about five years ago. I think yeah, it was six years ago. Five years ago was the twenty-fifth anniversary. Right. So, I think because he made all the money on Blu-ray sales, because I mean that, that was a, actually a hot ticket at the time. Right. When it came out. Right. Yeah. Everybody going. I remember that we were. We, I was fourteen when that movie came out. Yeah. And I remember, in my eyes, as a fourteen-year-old kid, it was the best movie ever because I'm like, holy crap, this kid about. You know, a little older than me because he seemed to be like a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, this is awesome. This is what being a kid's about. This is, you know, like, so why not have, like, you know, a kid comes across an arcade, like I said, right? Gets high score. Sorry, but, you know, we lost the war and we, this is like a derelict mm-hmm. station. We don't, like, we're sorry. Like, we can't help you. Or we yeah. thought, you know, maybe you can save us. Like, and the kid all of a sudden kind of goes, things have changed. I, because his skill ability of consoles, like whether it be a PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. I'm going to say go PlayStation 4 because they could shell out the money for a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> um, and then just kind of go from there. Like consoles now, I mean, handheld. 
I, I'm sure that kid probably could win that war with his cell phone at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I mean, or someone somehow instead of, or better yet, they use it as a iPad app. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, it was a free app. I play and they, they look for the person who gets the highest score, like the number one guy in the world, because they have the leaderboards and we're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Number one guy gets whisked off. Like, you know, we're the top 10. So that way you can have like more people than just the one kid. So that way you can have some sort of a love story or some sort of like, you know, like you have the kids, I would say, nemesis on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the kid who's number two, who's always trying to get to number one and they don't like each other. Right. And at somehow at some point in the movie, they have to learn to learn. They have to learn to work together. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> They both have to pilot the ship to, uh, to, yeah, to win the game. Yeah, like a Pacific Rim kind yeah. of thing. Or just something along those lines. But I think the movie would work as a reboot. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know why the guy's being stingy about it. Like, he hasn't done anything with it. So why not, like, let it, it doesn't, out like say, It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, 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 you know, this is one of the movies that I loved when I was a kid. And I would like to see how they would, like, redo it. Like, how would, how would they modernize it? I think it would be pretty awesome. And, yeah. So it's like, what do you, you know, what are you doing? I mean, I, I imagine, but it's saying, I imagine they're probably, you know, probably raking him over the coals because that's the story, the part of the story you don't know is the fact is like, what are they offering him that he's refusing? You know, like I think is it, is it, there's there something more to this that it's like, okay, we're going to give you a percentage or. Well, you think he's just being, now it's, it's like, oh, everyone wants this now. I can hold out for more money. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is with that is it's, it's, you're, you're in any game of chicken. Yeah. yeah, like sooner or later, but eventually they're going to give up and they're going to say, "Fuck it, it's not worth it." I'll just, you know, we'll come up with some, you know, Starfighter light. Like yeah, the, I mean, it's not like the concept is that strange that you couldn't come up with. A, you don't have to call it the last air, you know, the last Starfighter. I almost said the last Airbender. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> or the last Air Fighter. You don't have to call it the last Starfighter. Call yeah. it like you know something like World War Z or you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what, what was that? Call it Global Command. You know, there you go. <laughs> well, I think they did that movie. Yeah, that was zombies. That's, this is about spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, look at me, I'm flying, flying, flying through space. <laughs> you know, I just... You know what? Just do the movie, don't get his okay, and just change the plot a little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think he has the rights on a, a you know a kid playing a video game. Gets a great, you know... I don't think he kind of holds the... Reigns on that one idea. Yeah. Well, we're, wait till I think it's like fifty years for uh, you know like copyright. You know, so right. Like another twenty years, I'll come out with the reboot. I don't really want to wait twenty years. I kind of want to see it now. I'm I'm okay with that movie being rebooted. Okay. I think it deserves it. Sure. <laughs> Hear that, kids? Sean says it's okay to get a reboot. <laughs> Work on it. I say it's okay. So just get on it. I also say it's okay to get tech neck. Screw <laughs> you. <laughs> Screw butyl. Just do it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say, you know, do a fan movie. Like, you know, ah. some like kickstart a fan made last Starfighter movie. That would reboot. be cool. You know, and then who's to say that you can't, like, oh, Steven Spielberg happens to like our idea. And now he's financially backing our fan, <laughs> ma- our fan film. Yeah. You know, it's only going to be 15. Like, I don't know if there's any rules or regulations about being a fan film. The only thing about a fan film, the, to, the only way you don't get in trouble is basically you don't make any money off of it. Right. So if like if you get crowdsourcing and you make the movie and you release it to the public for free, then it's okay. Yeah. So why not do that? Like yeah. why not? And then 
And then what happens is you do it as a fan film, and then it gets popular and it gets more noticeable. You know, Steel and Spielberg's making a fan movie based fan film based on the Last Starfighter. This is interesting, and he's giving away for free. Wow, yeah. we got to see that now. Everyone's focusing on that, going, "Oh my god, it was awesome! Mm-hmm. Why aren't they rebooting this movie?" And then this guy can be like, "Because I'm holding out on it." And then all of a sudden, only reason why we know this is because you, Ed, have just reported on that. <laughs> but Thank now, you, Ed. And, but we are a no-name, back-ass-watered radio show. If, but if Steven Spielberg... Thank you? Well, <laughs> well, what I mean is we're nobody in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So yeah. If, if if that film gets leaked out to, let's say, you know, CNBC or Entertainment Weekly or Entertainment Tonight... Steven Spielberg doing a fan film? Let's say too bad Will Wheaton's died because he always seems to take our... Like, every time we record something, it's on his show like that week. Yeah. And it's just like, that would have been great. <laughs> Will Wheaton, if you're listening, because maybe he's... Just because he's not... He's doing po- he's still doing podcasts. Yeah, so maybe he's got he's, some pull. Yeah, maybe he's listening right now. Just saying, Will, just kind of look. Look, I think it could work. Yeah, you know, put it out there, and the, the, if you put it out there in the atmosphere, who knows? It might. Do you know what? Just have a Will Wheaton producer credit on there. <laughs> <laughs> might be those. The... Present two big productions presents a Will Wheaton film directed <laughs> by Geeksters alumni called. The last starfighter, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) Could this be the last starfighter? The last starfighter, dot, 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 maybe? Yeah. (laughs) Or or, or the last starfighters. Last starfighters. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of like Alien and Aliens. Yeah. (laughs) It's a sequel. Yeah, there's more than one of us, you know, like... You and I will like we be rival gamers, and then we both get sucked up into the whole galactic war. Nice, you know. Or you know, it's like we got two two guys from opposite ends of the world and have to learn to work together for the to save humanity. Yuck! 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 <laughs> Laughs and tears ensue. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The trailer just writes itself. <laughs> like, no, we have to go back home. I don't want to go home. I like it here. Here I'm somebody. Back down on Earth, I'm a nobody. What are you? You're a nobody too. Up here, we're we're gods. No, but it's not right. We have to be gods. We belong back on Earth. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. It's like, where are you going with that? <laughs> I was waiting for your balls to drop. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't think we could put bad stuff as 12 year olds. You get like a bunch of like, uh, like, I'm going to go early. Hi, kids. You want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Up here, we play a game called Creepy Rapey. <laughs> I have, some, I, have some, I have some candy in my pocket. Just reach in and get it. Come to my windowless shuttle. But one of those pockets has a hole in it. You just got to feel out which one. (laughs) (laughs) If you find the hole, you're off to Wonderland. (laughs) But you won't find a rabbit. If you reach in the, if you reach, if you reach into the right pocket, you go back to your regular world. (laughs) None of this is all just a bad dream. Reach into the right pocket and feel how how deep that rabbit hole goes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. I 
feel how deep that rabbit hole goes. <laughs> you are the one, Mio. <laughs> wow. Harry, what else you got in the news, Aaron? Ridley Scott won't be directing Blade Runner 2 after all. All right. In his recent interviews with uh, the upcoming film Exodus, Gods and Kings, he's uh, confirming that like they're coming along with it and that he will be an executive producer, but we won't have the time to direct the film. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, he's still, you know, it's his project. Uh, Scott also uh, gave some details about the po- plot for Blade Runner 2, which he's uh, already developed by... De- which he developed with developed with the Blade Runner's co-writer Hampton Fancher. Sorry. <laughs> this is why you should read them before you go in there. <laughs> Highlight the big words like Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's. Uh, I gotta yeah, admit, I like I was, I was actually kind of. Hoping that he would, because I I did like Blade Runner. Blade Runner goes down as a classic it is, sci-fi movie. Yeah, and every I, it's in every critic's top ten. And the funny thing is, is, like the first time I saw it, I had a hard time following it. No, 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 because uh, I, I I read um do uh, the do do Android stream of electric sheep. sheep. Yeah, Philip K. Dick. I read that, you know, K- so it made K-Dick. so it made <laughs> sense to me because the the right. book strangely enough made sense to me. Right. Um, so when I saw the movie, like for me, the weird thing was, um, was I wasn't able to easily pinpoint the time frame when the movie was made, which I liked now. And I knew it was an older film because Harrison Ford was young in it. Um, uh, but the fact that it had this very timeless quality about it and the fact that it very easily could be a more modern movie. Well, okay, I, that's I, what I liked about it. Being it's one of my favorite movies of all time, I have it on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and it comes with this documentary um, uh, about actually making the whole movie. Mm-hmm. They hired a futurist. I saw that. Yeah, to they figure are... out where we would be, like mm-hmm. the culture and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why it fits yeah. into that somewhat familiarity, but also very alien and very different. Well, and they um. Uh, I was watching uh, the I'm other built. day BBC America. Um, BBC America. Well, they had. Good day, mate. Good day. <laughs> We're in Australia here, at the BBC America. <laughs> they had um, a uh, documentary about classic sci-fi. So they, were, you know, they were talking Doctor Who and everything, but they did also bring up Blade Runner. Right. And so they um, they interviewed the futurist who oh, consulted. Show. Yeah, yeah, they they interviewed him. So it was really interesting. And like um, they they were talking about some of the um, uh, like some of the little cheats that they used. So they were like, yeah, the reason why it's raining a lot is because the rain hid the wires from the air from you know the crafts landing on the street. And I was like, that's actually kind of smart. Like, you know, it does, it does give this whole, like, really depressing, dystopian sort of feel, but it also has a very practical use. So, yeah, yeah, I I thought that was really cool. And it it made me love the movie even more. So, I mean, to, because I did love Blade Runner so much, like, I would sort of hope that 
the people who originally did it would be involved in a sequel or that they would maybe pass the baton on to somebody that they felt would be really yeah, um, worthy of the mantelpiece as director. Hey, you look exactly. No. Oh, you I was look- reading. Oh. I'm going to read ahead. So is, that, that is, is that why you had that confused look on your face? No, no. No, I had that confused look on my face all the time. You just never paid attention to me. <laughs> never looked at my face, man. Don't you see it? <laughs> all right. So uh, what else? Del Toro's long-awaited Justice League Dark script is finally complete. I cannot wait. I'm I'm pretty pretty interested in, in seeing this. I love Guillermo del Toro. Of course, you know that Warner Brothers has announced a decade long of upcoming superhero movies, and the one project that they didn't talk about was uh, del Toro's uh, Justice League. Dark. Just, just right. So apparently, though, it's it's complete, and a lot of. Uh, Different companies, studios are looking to make this film. They're they're actually fighting it. They've been had a, a big meeting over the Thanksgiving holiday to talk about it. So it's really getting close to be green lit to uh, be complete and well, or I actually mean, be worked on. Uh, well, because I mean, let's face it, it's one of those things where um, superhero movies are a hot topic. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. can get the, I mean, it's right there in the title, Justice League Dark. Knowing that they're coming out with a Justice League movie. You know, if you're going to get, instead of, like, it's good to ride on the wave of that, back on that wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have it's Zantana, Constantine, I think Swamp Thing. There's a couple other, like, the the, the magicians and mysticisms of the DC universe working together to solve evil crimes. <laughs> mm. You know, because that just means, hey, look, maybe there's, maybe there's a chance of, you know, a Trinity War. Oh, out. yeah. Because there's that whole... Um, there's the Justice League, there's mm-hmm. the Justice League Dark, and then there was the Justice League of America, which were you know led by Amanda Waller to create a, a fighting force to go against the Justice League in case they get out of hand. Right. So there could be, if you can get something like that going, could you imagine seeing like Superman and Batman fighting Zantana and Wonder Woman and, uh, and Shazam getting all of them mixed in there with a little bit of a swamp thing in there? Yeah, that would you be, know? I mean, that's, I mean... It it just kind of blows my mind that there's something like this could be done because I mean you know like 20 years ago when we never would have thought we'd ever see no light of day on any of this kind of stuff yeah. you know that's what I love about it is the fact is that these movies are making so much money that they're looking at other ways like other avenues like in yeah, comic really, books yeah you know titles that you go you know what why not give it a shot you know like I mean some movies that you know like, I mean I know you're going to disagree with me some of the titles I'm going to mention. But like Punisher and Daredevil, how they were kind of me- mediocre in the theater. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny that. But they yeah. still made money. They didn't mean they didn't make like the like you know like Avengers, you know billions. But you know it's like they made enough to go. You know what? We could have warned a sequel out of this yeah. if somebody really pushed for it. You know if if we had a, you know enough. Uh, uh, writers and directors, to, you know, go. You know what? I'll take a shot at it, or you know, right. I'll, I'll see what I can do with it. Yeah, well, I think I mean Punisher. Are... They did. What twice, three twice. times, yeah, three times. Well, actually, it was it was the Dolph Lundgren version, yes, which yeah. I still like. Yeah, I, the Thomas Jane version, mm-hmm. you know, and then the Thomas Jane was supposed to be in the uh, War Journal one, but they changed. But he didn't. He didn't like the script. I I will always give him credit for walking away from the project because he's like, look, this uh, this he was the first. I'm going to say actor that really wanted source material in the movies when you're doing comic book, right? Because he was like, I can't do this movie because 
my fan, the fans of Punisher are going to want more. It's yeah. like you're insulting the character by doing this movie, mm-hmm. you know. And he walked away from the project. Like he definitely was, like I said, right up there going. Now I'm not supporting this movie because it's not anything good based on the history of De- Punisher. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, all right, I'm good. But I did like the fan film he made, though. Yeah, that was the neat. Dirty Laundry. Yeah, that was great. I yeah. mean, it shows. So there technically was four, four. Punisher movies. See now, there's the there you go. A fan film, a fan film with a major act, couple major actors because Ron Perlman was in it too. Yeah, you know, it's a real short 15 minute movie, huge on the internet. Yeah, and it's a character that he knows and loved and still did pretty fucking great job. That fight scene is probably one of the best fight scenes. I've it's comparable to the They Live fight scene, and I love that fight scene. Like, you know, the drop of the elbow, the punch of the oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy rapey. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. What else you got? Constantine producer fires back over production hall. Constantine will survive. Yay. I think. Well, uh, yeah, but that's okay. Producer explain. Daniel Cerrone, who's serves as showrunner on the Hellblazer Hellblazer space series took to Twitter following news of the production hall to refute reports the series initially dead at this point. According to Sharon, the series is still very much in consideration for the second season, but only the remaining installments of the 13-episode debut season stay strong. So basically, if they say if the ratings hold well for the last few episodes that they're airing for Constantine, that they will consider uh, will so, greenlighting as a second season. See, okay, I'm going to say this is this is the problem with when you deal with the major corporations, mm-hmm. they don't give a shit about longevity. They don't care to like, they want it to be a hit right out of the gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and very rarely does that ever happen. Right. Uh, Arrow had a, had a slow start. It had a solid start, but it was on the CW. So no one gave a shit. Right. You have flash came out strong gun blaze guns blazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Gotham. I honestly think that show would have been canceled already if it wasn't for the fact of that Netflix deal. Yeah. Because Netflix has already said, we want, we want the first season. So, and DC put Fox in a position where they needed to pick up the show in order, if not, they were going to owe DC money. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like uh, an obnoxious amount of money saying like, we'll, we'll give you the okay to do the show, but if you cancel it or if you change your mind, because it was like one of those like non-compete forms, like, well, we'll buy it. But they never air it. Yeah. Like, if you do that, then you're going to owe us money. And they're like, okay, fine, we'll make the show. But I don't think it's got... And then I, the show went through a couple of retoolings. I don't think it's got strong enough rating. I think it's got enough ratings to warrant a second season. But I don't. I think they need to do what, what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did. was kind of like, oh, we need to fucking do something right this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's on Fox. Fox fucking sucks when it comes to, you know, some bullshit. I mean, it comes to their sci-fi fantasy yeah. tv show well, i mean look I, and i'm still pissed about this almost human that was a good well, show yes like, but, it, but they didn't give it a chance more recently the amount of wild changes they're making in sleepy yeah. hollow yeah like the, the show my dad's like i lose the little show now they've gone completely off the grid about what the show is about i'm like that's what happens I when mean, executives get involved. I don't mind them bringing in other characters, but I am worried about where they're going with this. Right. I mean, I, I told him, I was like, that's going to happen. I mean, yeah. now, because 
Fox, that's Fox's flagship show for the most part. So they're going to want to be the ones that dictate what happens and what doesn't happen because they're the ones who are showing out the money for it. Yeah. You know, I think NBC is the same way. It's like we don't, they want to hop on the bandwagon because they, they automatically yeah. think that a superhero movie show is going to rake in cash. Well, and a good mm-hmm. example of, of that is, is Dracula. You know, they were jumping on the whole the whole bandwagon of the vampires and, you know, rebooting Dracula. Right. And they canceled <clears throat> Dracula after a first season. Well, Netflix turned around and picked it up for the second. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a Netflix original now. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's one of those things like right. I felt like towards or towards the, the beginning, I was like, eh, but towards the end of the season, I felt like they they had sort of hit their stride. And I wanted when we got to the season finale of Dracula, I wanted to see where they were going with it. Well, see, I think what if Netflix was smart or just any of those series are smart when they cancel a show like Dollhouse, um, Dollhouse at least had an ending. But there were other shows like Firefly. Let's go. Let's go with Firefly. Firefly mm-hmm. finished off as a movie. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of like a TV show um, that was canceled, like mid season, that you never got to see how it ended. Or um, well, I mean, and I know you guys don't like this one, but Moonlight. Moonlight got canceled. That's, it didn't, that's okay. it, didn't, it didn't have an end. Perfect. Perfect example. Then right. you take a show like Moonlight, and you go, you know what? There is a market out there for the people who like who like the show. Mm-hmm. They buy the DVDs, mm-hmm. and there's never they they always they don't buy the DVD because there's never an end to that story. Yeah. So you yeah. know what? Let's let Netflix steps up and says, you know what? We'll give you the green light to write an ending to that show, and then we'll package it, we'll sell it, we'll put it in a box set, whatever. See, so and can, that I would buy. So you can get a full complete story on a on a failed TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think it'd be just be thankful. Or, or no, another one of hers, one of Elijah Dushku's, uh Oh, what the hell was the name of the show? Uh, Elijah Dushku. Yeah, we go. I was talking to Jason Priestley that day. Oh, uh, why is her, why is it named? I'm looking. I'm IMDb. Maybe that show is slipping my head for some reason. Uh, where she she was the uh, morgue and she'd go back in time. It was kind of like Groundhog's Day. Yeah, where she'd go back the day before and try to save everybody. Leap year? No, no, no. It was a TV show. Like that was a TV with show. JC Prelisley was in it. JC Prelisley. Because remember, I remember. I yeah, walked that's, up. that's the reason why you saw JC Prelisley is because of the show. Yeah. Oh my God! Why the? I have Wait, it. On, I have it on DVD too, and I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, it wasn't Leap Year. Leap Year was. It was. I think a one word title. True Calling. True Calling. There yeah. it is. True Calling. I True Calling didn't have. It finished the season with a Christmas episode. With the bad guys and the good guys all together, but it was real tense. Like, oh my god, shit's going to go down next season, mm-hmm. and it never got there. And I even said to Jason Priestley, I was like, "No, oh, yo, what's up, J- yo Priestley? Come here." <laughs> you know, I stood in line. I was chatting with him. Like, oh, they could at least give us like, I'd like to see him bring it back just to do a final episode. Yeah, because you didn't know like, was her father? Did her father kill her mother? Like, was was because her mom had the ability to go back in time mm-hmm. to save people, but her father had the same um, power that Jason Priestley had. His job was to make sure these people did die. Mm-hmm. Like there was this whole like, you know, where, are they fated to be together? Or is one going to kill? Like, give us something. Give us like a two-hour movie to finish that up. I, I think that that would be like a nice little niche production company to do. Like everyone comes to you to do like the finale episode. Yeah. For canceled shows, like you know, 
Yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, you know, that's the thing. I mean, I, I think that if you cancel a show, you should at least give them the opportunity to I, I wrap see. it up, end it, and that way you know, yeah, like this is how it's going to end. Or, like, you know, that's like, what Josh did for Dollhouse was that he made sure season one had an ending. Mm-hmm. Just in case they decided to cancel it, it had an ending. Yeah. He did the same thing with season two because season two was on the block as well. Yeah. And yeah. it never came back for season three. Right, He's yep. like, but at least I learned my lesson from Firefly. They got an ending. Here's another thing. I also, I know none of you guys watch Castle, mm. but there was um, a couple weeks ago, Castle and Beckett finally got married. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, and because it started off last season, they were supposed to get married, and then he disappeared, and they found him at the beginning of this season, obviously. But they decided to kind of do like the elope thing, and they had this big, it was, it was so fake, the, uh, the wedding part, because it was supposed to be at the Hamptons, like at sunset, and there's like no wind, they all look perfect. There's like, mm. and I'm just like, I was watching it, and I told my dad, I was like, you know what? If the show ended right now, this would have been a perfect ending. Yeah. Because they were still, they were in love, they got married, everything, you knew everything was going to be okay. Yeah. I was like, this would be a perfect series-ending episode. And his dad's like, you know what? You're right. And I'm like, thankfully, it's not, because the show's awesome. Mm. And they're even better now as, you know... As a married couple. Well, I mean, it, you know what? What I always liked about the show was it didn't focus on the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know of them because it was kind of moonlighting ish a little bit. Yeah. But now that they're married, it, it, like even it was funny they even joked about it on the show because now it was their first case since they were mm-hmm. married and they were like, oh, it's like McMillan and wife or heart to heart. And she's like Turner and Hooch, and he's like Turner and Hooch weren't married. And it goes back to the first joke that she ever told him. Like she said to him was that mm-hmm. we're like Turner and Hooch. She's like, well, you do remind me of Hooch. Yeah. You know, yeah. So she brought that back. She's right. like Turner and Hooch never met. Well, you still kind of remind me a little bit of Hooch. You know, nice. it was cute, and it's like I remember that joke. It's cute and adorable. They're a great TV couple. But it's it's at the same time it's still a good joke. Like for people who don't watch regularly, yeah. that you know it's just funny because if you know Turner and Hooch, yeah, you know it's it's a nice throwback. It's definitely like either a, way. It's a joke that doesn't go over everybody's yeah. head. So I mean, go back to the article. Mm. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> 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 All right, what else is your next thing, Ed? This is when the BBC says, we'll know, you'll know. Wait, let me read. Re-read All right, take, wait, take a drink. This is when the BBC says, we'll know if Jenna Coleman is leaving Doctor Who. Ooh. I, I mean, and the thing is, I was going to send you this article, um, but I had seen a, a thing online where they were like, well, she might be getting signed on for another season yeah. after, you know, after the Christmas. But it wasn't confirmed. Right. Because that's what they were saying, that, that the, the Christmas episode could be possibly her last episode. But the, like earlier this week, the, the Mirror broke the news. Of course, you have to take this with a grain of salt because it is the Mirror, the tabloids of England, you know, that's yeah. bringing this up. So you don't know exactly why. But she had to leave Doctor Who during the upcoming Christmas special titled Last Christmas, but had a bit of change of heart and that she's asked to remain for the first half of the upcoming season nine. A decision that apparently thrilled showrunner Steve Moffat. Okay. I'm, I'm still with you. I'm still with you. Okay. Like, okay. Like, the, the deadpan look. Is well, like, I'm just like, I'm listening. Come going, okay, so she probably felt like she wasn't going to be on the next season. So she kind of talked to her agent. Her agent said, mm-hmm. like, look. She's thinking about not coming back because she, you know, now because she's on Doctor Who, her career has probably gotten a nice little bump. So she's getting a kind of little bit of maybe like a bit of an ego going, I can do whatever I want now. 
I don't need Doctor Who. And then that last episode, you kind of realize, you know what? I actually do kind of like the job. Yeah. Why yeah. don't I just try sticking with a little bit more? Maybe I was an idiot for letting my ego get the best of me. Right. So please keep me on. And Moffat's like, hey, all right. The chick wised up. Like, yeah. <laughs> So the, this, the, what this meant, of course, is script rewrites in the, uh, in, for the yearly Yuletide special. In the original draft, the script, she became an old woman and then died with the doctor with her at her side, a source said. But after they were rewritten, she's now seen returning with, to the TARDIS hand in hand with the doctor. So they're kind of like saying, OK, you know, like they were kind of going to end her life, like make her old lady and, mm-hmm. you know, and she's sure, gone. Take but now they hand. feel that, you know, she's going to come in. Whether that entails for the for the show, nobody knows for sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you, I've I've been sort you of. You honestly don't think that they're going to cancel Doctor Who, do you? No. Oh no. No, no, no they're no, making no. too much money off that. Are you kidding me? You yeah. walk in, a, just walk in a hot topic. You can see how popular it is. I mean, but. <laughs> I I just, like yeah that's how we determine pop culture no but <laughs> i mean really like there is a shit ton of doctor who stuff if you if you go yeah and i mean i'm constantly getting emails about new stuff coming out so i i don't see it going anywhere anytime soon but i don't know jenna coleman i i, I feel like she she did have some good moments but they they weren't enough of them for me to really care whether or not she comes back. Like if she, if she left the Christmas episode, I would not I be mean, upset. Another thing, okay, here's another thing. Maybe she was thinking about leaving because apparently, according to two people in this room, since I haven't seen the seasons this season, it's been a mediocre season. Yeah, yeah like, it maybe, really was. Like, maybe she felt like I need to leave the show because the, the writing's shit. Like or maybe, maybe. well, the, the the thing is, is that it's the writing of of how the doctor reacts to the situation, like mm-hmm. uh, what he is. He's he seems like he doesn't want to be bothered, like like he's like you're stupid. Why in the fuck am I here? You know, like that's the that's the impression I get from like when you you hear him talk, because it's like you know, like that's when you go Scottish. from well, yeah, <laughs> you go from from, from uh, Matt Smith to him, it's like it's a total one eighty. It really is. So you go, okay, you know, it's a different character. You you've got to you know you've put that got to take a grain of salt exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, is that after a while, though, he kind of you kind of go, all right, he's bugged, but he's going to help you. But sometimes I think it, he's like, I'm ready to walk the fuck out right now and like not even care if you live or die. Like, that's how <laughs> that's how I feel. Like, because there, there was one show he did leave. He yeah, did, there was an episode. He's like, fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. And he left. And he, the humans had to make a decision, a world decision about like this. Bird. Oh, yeah. With the with the, the moon. Oh, the moon. Thing. Yeah. 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 He told me about that one. And, and the thing is, he's like, then he came back at the end of the episode and you're like. Well, that's not really he like, and she yeah. flipped out on him. Right, like I felt like that was that was going to be like that, the last episode or something. Yeah, like that. Like, I felt like, the, but but I felt like the way that they handled that was was pretty good. Like there there that tension had been building for a while, and nobody was really sure what to do with this sort of Capaldi doctor. And I think that that moment was a, a good catharsis for for that point. But the overall season was like all right i have to say that for the example it was literally based was like watching lost where there's so many questions after every episode uh, and okay. the thing is is that with with every other doctor who eventually they answer the question in the season right mm-hmm. sure there's still open questions that i'm like there was a, there was a scene that he did where he was questioning why he had this face and like he's never questioned the way he looked yeah you know like like this is the way i look like oh my god i got a face go oh, great i got a nose perfect like right. i don't look like an idiot you know like right kind of thing he's like why i'm an old man like why he's now questioning like 
why well, he, that, like, why am he, I here? Why why am I why did I pick this face? I think like, all of a sudden was... now like he makes the decision of what he looks like. It was always random. It was mm. never never any at any point in any of the seasons where it was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be a young guy this time and decide you know, like really? and then explain it. So now like think they never addressed that again. Like after that episode resolved they never went back to why he was questioning it. Well, okay, maybe it was more of a metaphysical breakdown. Like, why am I here? Why did I pick this face? Like, why me? Like, why this? Yeah. Why now? Not, not a, not more of a rhetorical question well, he's like, than well, an he's, actual question. But the thing is, is that like he's like, well, he's like, what am I trying to tell myself? Is what he was asking. You okay, know, so like, it's kind of a like, like, question like it was to like, himself. Right, it was like like a like a something like he should know, but he doesn't. Like he can't figure out why he picked this face. Why he was Scottish? Mm-hmm. Like like he didn't understand why. And it was just like. In all the thousands of years, hundreds or whatever, thousands of years that you've been alive, all of a sudden now you're all the question. hundreds of hours of television. Now you're finally questioning yourself: Why am I here? Man, why? Why you look the way you do? And that, that's and that's the thing. It's like you know, okay, great. I mean, I I was like, I'm along for the journey. Like, I can't wait to figure out. Like, maybe, maybe why did you pick that face? face right. Like, <laughs> like, there's there's a reason. And, and you know, and every week he didn't answer the face question. What the right. fuck's <laughs> going on? Yeah. I don't get it. I want to know why they did that face. And then never once like references it again. Like, well, I, I probably a topic of conversation see, will get off on air because we could ramble. I could ramble on since I didn't see that episode. Yeah. I would be like, what was going on in the episode? What was this? What was that? Maybe it was more of a metaphysical, like, why am I here? Why did I do this? Why did I go left instead of right? I'm saying there's, there's, there's probably, because there's always points of Doctor Who I don't understand until until you finally someone hits you over the head with a noggin going. This is what we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. You know, or some a, a later episode finally reveals it's like yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, I didn't see that coming. That's great. You know, like you know, that's the thing. It was never. There's a lot of setups and never any res- yeah. resolutions to it. So you you end up going. It makes 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 more of a lackluster season because there's still open questions. I mean, there was an argument about the the Cybermen and and the Master coming back. Yeah, that whole situation. And you know, it was like, yeah, you know what? The first half of that season finale blew my mind. I was like, holy crap! I'm like, how are they going to explain this? And then, of course, we got into an argument with Sip on that one night. He was over, yeah. and we talked about it, and he was like, you know, and I after you left, it was still another hour and a half. Really? Trying, <laughs> to, trying to explain it to him. Yeah. All right. Whatever. You got any other news articles? Uh, you know, we can call it quits. Oh, okay. Nothing else jumped out. I mean, I see a visual. Yeah, there's a visual one, so I don't know if I... I don't know how well this is going to work on air, so, you know, I'm going to post oh, it. Oh, let's, let's, let's experiment. Let's experiment. Let's see. I'm going to post it first. So anybody who liked our Facebook page, it's now in our news feed. If not, go to Geeksters Radio and like our page, and then uh, check out this late, recent article that was just appeared. Marvel Comics killed Josh Trank Fantastic Four cast in Punisher. Oh, that's a big fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. Oh, ooh, this is going to be good. Okay, so it looks like it's the billionaire Marvel CEO, Ike per- Permutter, put the kibosh on the Marvel Comics Fantastic Four comic book as a result of a feud with Fox Studios over the movie. Well, it seems Perlmutter or Marvel really dislikes the idea of the reboot. Check out pages from Punisher number 12, which obviously features a likeness of the Fantastic Four cast of Miles Teller, Jamie Bell, and Kate Mara. Uh, to add that, their friend Michael, who's playing the character named Johnny, is late, and then the building explodes. Michael obviously being referenced to Michael B. Jordan, who's playing Johnny Storm, a.k.a. the Human Torch. And some say fanboys are crazy? Check out the pages below. 
Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, all right. Um, okay. So here, I'm, I'll give you kind of like a synopsis. Here's the one guy who's playing, um, looks like he's playing Reed. Mm. Is he late again? He does know Trang is making the sequel, right? Does Mike, th- and it's the other guy is like, does Mike think this movie's all about Johnny? I mean, and the chick is like, give him a minute. Traffic was unreal on Sunset. And then, boom. What the hell was going on? What the hell was that? What's going on? We got to get out of here. Boom, 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 boom. And blew up the building that they were in. Yes. And it says that there's a Punisher on top of a marquee going, the Punisher returns, starring Frank Castle. Frank Castle. I have Frank Castle on Punisher. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I mean, these are the stories I love the most. Of they just keep beating the dead horse because that's what it basically it is. We all know it sucks. We we haven't well, seen this movie yet. We we kind of hope that they stop making this movie at this point. I mean, I kind of like I again. See the problem. Like, I'm also going to say I also like how Michael B. Jordan was not killed in that in that sequence to make it show that it's not a race thing. Yeah. Because if you would have thrown him off, then I'd be like, oh, well, they just did it because, you know, Michael B. Jordan's Johnny, and he's black, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's a racist thing. It's like, no. I specifically took him out of this subject because it's got nothing to do with this. It's got to do with the fact that this cast sucks. <laughs> this movie is going to suck. I mean, like, do maybe. You, do, you think, do you think there's a possibility this could work out? Um, it's going to be a tough sell. I gotta be honest, a real tough sell because I I, I don't want to see it in the movie theaters. I don't want to buy it on DVD. Like I, you know what we might have to do, Ed? Mm-hmm. God's honest truth. You and I are gonna have to go see this in the theaters, but we are gonna buy tickets to another movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't think we'll have a hard time getting in. It's not like it's gonna be like crowded. I mean, we'll do like you know, like or we'll, that there's gonna be much security checking tickets. Yeah, we'll go to like you know one of those big mega complexes where you know they rip the ticket the moment you walk in the door, and you could spend all fucking day in the yeah, movie theater because yeah. no one ever looks. But I think that we you know once we rip the ticket, you and I make a beeline for the Fantastic Four movie. We watch it, and we gave our money to like whatever whatever is playing close to around that time. Right. I say we do that so that way we can actually see the movie, review it for the show, and actually you know then come back because it could be awesome. It could be. You know what? You know what? Screw that. I will buy our tickets yeah. for Fantastic Four. I will go that far just so I could say, yes, it's fucking crap on air. Yeah, but if we sneak in, we get to do it for free. <laughs> well, still not technically for well, free. Okay, you're still way. buying. Let me put this way. You're not giving you're the money I, to I, that studio. I would rather give my money to whatever uh, Jesus Cause, cause you saves know, you know movie. what you know what the top five movies not even going to be there because we'll go down to like one hundred it'll be it made fifteen bu- or thirty bucks yeah aren't you tickets <laughs> I, I, I would rather sit there and say like okay um, fault about let's say the fault amongst our stars movie I never want to see yeah never so you'd rather give them the money I'd rather give them the money and go see Fantastic Four even though I know the movie's already out and all but something like that yeah. something so outrageously un. Unlike me to go see, yeah, I'd rather see that studio get my money than this studio because I I would be like, yeah, I actually paid for this. Like I'd rather go, dude, I saw it from free. How'd you do that? I bought tickets to 
Big Mama's House 24. <laughs> you know, I bought tickets. Like, you're the only white guy that bought the next Medea tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would rather yeah. give uh, my money to Medea's family <laughs> barbecue I why. parole. This is, this is running through my head. Like, you buy those Medea tickets, and it's kind of like Amazon Minimum in the Moon, where the, where the guy walks into the... Uh, uh, drugstore to buy condoms because he was on that date right. and they were going to have sex and then he was the one millionth customer or whatever. Right, and he gets all embarrassed, yeah. Like, hey, we got one! Uh. Uh, actually, I, I just I just wanted to give you the money because I'm going to go see Fantastic Four and I, I'd be ashamed to actually buy that ticket. You know, I literally, I'd rather give my money to somebody else and then go sit in the Fantastic Four theater, watch that movie because if it's great, you know what? Then I'll publicly apologize. But if it's shit, I can at least go, thank God I didn't pay money to see that. Yeah. Because I don't. I want the movie to bomb, so our 30 bucks is would actually go to the to the box office draw. Do you and think I, it'll bomb? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean... I don't think so. I really don't. I, I do, don't... I, I think this... I think this will be a top five opening weekend. No doubt. I can... I would go I would that say far. No, I would say three to three to one. And one's, one's iffy. One's hugely iffy. Depends what it's going against at the time it's being released. Uh, it depends on what it's going against. Depending on what I'm buying my ticket for before I sit down in that theater. Yeah. I, I don't care. Even if it's like Madagascar 27. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's a... Madagascar's funny. I don't least. care if it's a road movie I star. I want to see that one. I don't... <laughs> Nobody really want to see Madagascar. I would rather see a road movie starring the Elephant Man... And what's his face? Um, robot guy. Um, Stephen Hawking's. Uh, I would rather see coming out with a Stephen Hawking movie. I saw the trailer. It's out, I it's think, out. isn't it? It's uh, yeah, it's out. It actually looks really good. Yeah, but I'd rather see Stephen, the, the actual Stephen Hawking's, and a guy with elephantitis on a road movie, rolling and walking across country. Moving right along, no. In search of good times and good food. Don't duck the Hawkins. What are we doing? Well, you know that the problem with your DNA is this blah 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 blah. I'd rather see that movie (laughs) than Fantastic Four. Like you know what? Here's my money. I'd rather see Dumb and Dumb. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather see that movie. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like fun. I would see that one. <laughs> a road movie with Dr. Dr. Stephen Hawking. Move it right along. <laughs> get him and get somebody who else, who else talks fun. Like, well, obviously, I want to say talks fun because he's using a computer apparatus, but yeah. him and C-3PO rambling across the desert. <laughs> I'd rather see that movie. <laughs> You don't really need the desert scene. You just have them, like, together. The, just you know, a, uh, the hour and a half conversation. Lunch, lunch with Stephen Hawking? Yes. Yeah, I that's mean, okay. my, my dinner with Hawking's. There you go. <laughs> Neither one eats. Yeah. Tuesday one eats. with Stephen. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> this is what's going on in space. And then you have, you know, some drooling kid. Gah! <laughs> well, you see... The reason why your tongue is so big is because your DNA. <laughs> we have all all the world is in the palm of our hand. <laughs> I poo. 
I poo! <laughs> you are such a good conversationalist. I could listen to you all day. God poo! I'd rather have my money go to that movie than Fantastic Four. <laughs> Least that so one. <laughs> yeah, I would see, I see that. I would movie. see that. <laughs> That's a loss of movie. I would I mean, see that movie. My dinner with stupid starring Stephen Hawking <laughs> and is <laughs> number one in the box office. Well, Fantastic Four is the bottom of the barrel because <laughs> everyone paid their money to go see that movie and then snuck in the Fantastic Four. Everybody's talking about it. Why didn't we make any money? How that's, a, that's the thing. No, you know what? Better yet, we get we'll find forty people, forty people to buy another ticket and then go see the Fantastic Four movie. There you go. We'll talk people to buy our own ticket. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we'll pay. We'll pay for the whatever other movie it is. If we're oh, going no. against. Oh, we know what we'll do. Oh, we could buy our tickets, you yeah. and I. Yeah, and then we'll stand out in the theater going. Sorry, what movie do I see? Here, take my ticket stub. Go in. Tell your friend to come out with your ticket stub, our ticket stub, and just get people in there for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they all, because they got to walk, I was like, oh, I was at the bathroom. Here's my ticket stub. Go right ahead. You know, so we can start getting people in and out free all day oh. long. So at, the Shamity goes, how come we only made like 30 bucks on that Fantastic Four movie? I saw the place packed. I don't know. But that movie was starring Stephen Hawkins and the moron? Holy mackerel. But nobody's in there. My dinner with stupid? Through the fucking roof. Just say it, it would work. Die, pow! I'm not the scam! Oh my god. You have wheels for legs! <laughs> the human head weighs 8 pounds! <laughs> Actually, it weighs 8.3 pounds. <laughs> ah, you funny! You should sit up straight. <laughs> Why you talk like that? Why do you talk like that? Because I'm special! <laughs> <laughs> well, I am special too. No, you're not! You stupid! <laughs> Well, no, actually, I'm really intelligent. No, stupid, you are. <laughs> you were stupid. <laughs> Check. <laughs> That'll be the end of the movie. <laughs> Ten minutes. <laughs> I'm having dinner with a transformer. <laughs> Do I, are you? Are you out there, Prime? <laughs> no, I'm. Dr. Stephen Hawkins. You look like Ultimate <laughs> Prime. Are you Charles Xavier? <laughs> wow. Are you uh, Professor X? Yes. Yes, I am. No, I'm a, I'm a, a physicist. Like a really good one. <laughs> Can you read my mind? Can you read my mind? <laughs> I'll open my mouth and you feed me. Just using your mind. <laughs> Why did I agree to this dinner with stupid? I'm not stupid. You're stupid. I'm special. <laughs> well, I would still see that movie. <laughs> to say gold. I'd rather give my money to that movie than the Fantastic Four. You know what I'm saying. 
And the award Oscar goes to my dinner with stupid. Thank you. (laughs) 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 All right, let's call tonight. So, (sighs) get a swig. Glug glug glug. Chug 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 chug. Have to keep my instrument moist. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Ah! Thank you. Good night. R- creepy Ray Bay. <laughs> 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 All right. So as usual, if you want to catch us, uh, catch us live every Sunday night from six to whenever. On AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you want to go to our Facebook page, you go to Geeksters Radio and hit the like button. Or you can follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. Ah, Geeksters! Or you can follow us on Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. Ah, Geeksters Radio! <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean and talk to Sean, you want to <laughs> you can contact him at Sean at wordswiththegeeks.com Then you want to contact Ed <laughs> I feel like your email should be creepyrapiat wordswiththegeeks.com creepy ra- Hey dear creepyrapiat wordswiththegeeks.com <gasps> Love your stuff <laughs> Love you Signed Rapey Creepy Your twin brother <laughs> <laughs> If you want to contact Eric you can contact her at Eric at wordswiththegeeks.com oh. I'm sorry Eric I want a guy or you can contact Ed at Ed at wordsforgeeks.com. That is Ed with a D. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to download. But if you are not catching us live, you can catch us in iTunes or on our website, Words with Geek, to stream and download our episodes. Ooh. Yeah. All right. What do you see we call tonight? And we'll see you all next week. Hope you had a happy holiday. Bye. And we're back, folks. We hope you enjoyed that fine programming. And if you'd like to if you'd like to listen to that and more shows, please donate generously to our flush fund. <laughs> Sometimes I think we need to drain the show. <laughs> Just send a self addressed stamp envelope to Geeksters Radio at Facebook. <laughs> That's it. Just like, no address, just big envelope inside of an envelope, their name and address, and just that. <laughs> Make sure you use the Batman uh, stamp. <laughs> Send your check and money order to PBS. <laughs> Please buy Sean a shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> PBSS. PBSS. Not to be confused with PB and J. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was pretty much the show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you tune in next week. If you want to catch us live, you can do so on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just to Aquanet Radio on those apps. And you can do so from 6 to about 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on those, fi- on those fine stations. If, I thought you were going to say something else. No. <laughs> Another F word. No. 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 Uh, but in the meantime, uh, go to our, if you haven't already done so, I don't know why you haven't, go to our Geeksters Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and hit the like button. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. 
Um, don't forget too, if you want to listen to the, if you're listening to the show via streaming or download, you probably hit the about button on our Facebook page, or to find out where you can download it, or you went to our webpage wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes, both free. Don't cost nothing. Tell a friend. Let them know where to find this fine program for free. The, the fine free program. Yeah. Full of laughs and tears and joy. Makes you forget about your worries for the day. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we talk about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And even Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica what I call and on that note, folks, we'll see you next week and uh, have a good time touching yourselves. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something snappy. And I'm like, hey, remember, never pee against the wind. Like, <laughs> don't eat yellow snow for the people in their snowbanks. Don't whiz an electric fence. Don't whiz on the electric fence. Boom. <laughs> so that's where you're supposed to hit the button to uh. wrap up the show and like, like punch out on a high note. Let's you wanna try it again? Yes. Don't whiz on the electric fence. Boom. <laughs> yeah, you never know when something funny is gonna happen on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs> <laughs>